Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, thank you, Farad, and welcome to our listeners, both of you. We're glad to have you back here to the uh, to one of the best podcasts around for baby boomers, Another Day Above Ground. And we like to talk about people our age because we do stuff differently than the kids are doing today. So we need to band together and not let them take over. And I can't do it alone, of course. I need an army behind me. And so let me introduce my partners on this show, first of all, from the uh, mile-high city of Denver, Colorado, Carolyn Strauss. An army, huh? Can I be the general? Or what's higher than general? Um, I don't know. Commander? I guess uh, five-star general. Five-star general you can be. Okay, I want to be the, the six-star empress of your army, Dale. Hi, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving! Uh, good luck with that, Private Strauss. And how about you, Tim? <laughs> Tim Slagle from Indiana, the Aristotle of comedy. Hey, it's Black Friday week. It's the week that America proves their math education is deficient because they'll spend 12 hours in line to save $50 on a flat, flat screen. Yeah. Well, but they got the money for the flat no. screen from the government. So no, you know, it's no, given no, back Dale, a little Dale, bit. Dale, 50 divided by 12 is illegal under the Federal Minimum Wage Act. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I stepped on that. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have warned you before before the show. Huh? A sign. A little <laughs> sign. Again, like, like the last episode, we should talk about what we're going to do here, you guys. We should, we should get to know each other. Tim, Dale, nice to meet you. <laughs> We've been doing this for three years. For your listeners out there, you think, oh, you know, a podcast, they all have to get together and do a, a, a pre-pro of the show and come with all of their jokes ready and stuff like that. No. No, we basically have just all woken up. We've hooked up our computers, and now we're ready to talk to you. I've had my second cup of coffee, and, uh, and I, you know, I, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving because I like turkey jokes. You know, what is a, what is a, a, a limping turkey walk like? Wobble, wobble, instead of gobble, gobble. And That's if worse a gobbler than mine is, from last week. If yeah. a go- if a gobbler is a big turkey, what do you call a midget turkey? A goblet. See, and that was politically incorrect because they called it a midget. So, you know, that's what I like about Thanksgiving. There's always something to argue about. You, you, know, you know what? I, I have a new thing to be thankful for. I'm thankful okay. that turkey jokes only happen once a year. <laughs> I have a quick Thanksgiving question for you guys because you guys grew up in the Midwest and I grew up in the Northeast. Is um is the stuff that comes in the Pepperidge Farm bag that you put inside the turkey is that dressing or is it stuffing? If it goes inside the turkey, it's stuffing. If uh, it goes outside the turkey, it's you know dressing. I just call it cat food. <laughs> I love that stuff. Oh, my gosh. I, really? And, oh. Until I moved to Colorado, everybody I'd ever talked to in my whole life called it stuffing. So when I'm, I'm at you know, a friend's table my first Thanksgiving here, and they said, so, you know, please pass the dressing. I'm like, what are you talking about? 
It's it's stuffing. Oh, 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 I, I I'm I'm what? sorry. I thought you were talking about the stuff that was inside the turkey before you cooked it. No, no, oh. no, no, no. The stuff that you take out that tastes so I know, yummy. I know, I know that some you... people use that that Actually, for, so you're supposed to take they that chop out? it up and put it in the stuffing or dressing. But, yeah. but I thought you were talking about before when you just pulled it out when you buy the butterball at the store and pull it out. Is that Tim, stuffing that would or have dressing? No, that's garbage. That... <laughs> yes, that would have something to do with cooking. Would I ask a cooking question? Don't you know me better than that? I would never ask a cooking question. And this if stuffing post- means it's been stuffed inside the bird, then right. the product stovetop stuffing is nothing but a lie. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, so for, there you go. Big business is sticking it to us again. Well, Dale actually told me once that, uh, that, that stuffing is what happens after the undressing. <laughs> no, that's unbuttoning. <laughs> dressing happens. He- dressing happens after the stuffing. There we go. That's, that's there you go. I should rehearse that one as well. <laughs> Just well, note you for guys, you kids listening today, always run your jokes by somebody. You know, even if it's your invisible friend, because that's who. And my invisible friend has really crappy taste. Anyhow, Mine too, clearly. <laughs> Anyhow, it is, we. Uh, it is the. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Carolyn. No, go ahead. I, I was, was going to say what it you is the time it. of Thanksgiving when we all, you know, realize what we have to be thankful for, and we have a special guest with us today to uh, to share in that topic. So, Carolyn, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce our guest? Well, our guest today is a friend of the show. I can hear her puppies barking in the background. I can hear Maya and Max. And Artemis, those are her puppies. Um, Michelle Medrano is the senior minister at Mile High Church in Denver, Colorado, um, my spiritual home. And we want to bring Michelle on as our guest again to talk about thanks. But I just want to share something about Michelle. You know, she and I have been friends for years and years and years. And this, for a lot of baby boomers, including Michelle, um, this year has been filled with a lot of stress and a lot of grief and a lot of loss. I mean, I, you know, I love Michelle with all my heart. And, you know, she lost her dad, her stepdad, her sister, several friends of ours, you know, close friends of hers. And so, Michelle, thank you for being here. And we want to talk to you about how do you get to thanks giving when there's all of this loss around? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm so happy to be here. That is a great question. I do want to start with my favorite Thanksgiving joke since you all indulged, and that is um, what's the best song to play while cooking a turkey? And it's all about the bass, about the bass. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, you'll laugh at that just because you forget. Exactly, Dale. (laughs) So I think my my, my flippant answer to you about that is like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But I do have to admit that a huge part of what I think, um, I love the, the title of your show because, you know, another day above ground, these people that we've lost, they're not above ground anymore. They're gone. How do we deal with the fact that we get to be here and be above ground and these loved ones aren't anymore? And a lot of it is to do with um, friends and humor and uh, connecting and just having places and people you can just be real with and recognizing that, you know, a lot of 
these challenging moments in life come with that roller coaster. And I do think humor, and you guys have really lifted my spirits today already just hanging out with you, um, humor and finding the lightheartedness of life and the, the, um, the, the, the experience of death and loss and all that is so serious and so, so deep. And Thanksgiving is one of those times where we get to just be grateful that we get to still be here. I get to still hang with you, Carolyn, and all of our friends and get to be alive and just keep living and making the best day of my, make, making every day a best day as I can. So, you know, I can be really inappropriate um, in case Go, you guys yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the reasons why we're friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but is it ever too soon to joke? I mean, I know that as soon as your sister passed away, you know, several months ago, we were joking about your sister because we know your sister and is it is it too soon or should we check with people before we do Thanksgiving with them? How does this work, Michelle? Mm. You know, as you asked that question, I one of our friends, as you know, we found him dead and it was very traumatic. And I think sometimes it's at the very beginning of that, it was too soon to joke. But my sister, I had a long-term challenging relationship with and she'd been ill for a long time. And it felt, the, the two feel very different. So maybe it is about asking people what is okay with them or what's not. And, um, and knowing that we might offend people in the moment, but a lot of things that people said, I look back later and I go, oh my God, that was really hilarious. I wasn't in the mood to laugh at that when she said that, but now that I'm a little beyond and a little uh, uh, beyond the experience, I can find I can find the humor in it all. And I think we sometimes take ourselves too seriously. You were talking earlier about the uh, the younger generation. I know that sometimes I think they take themselves too seriously. And one of the things about us baby boomers is we we're willing to laugh. I shouldn't say all of us. Not every baby boomer is willing to laugh at everything. We have our subjects that we don't you know want to laugh at, uh, like growing older and body body facial hair and things like. That, that that are uncomfortable for us, right? That we don't want to make. You no, know, we do want to make fun of those things, don't we? <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The, the best comedy exists in that thin line between offensive and hack. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. If it's too soon, it's offensive. If it's too late, it's hack. And the the, the best yeah. comics are the yeah. ones that know right where that line is. Yeah. I I, I have no idea. I. <laughs> and sometimes people miss it, don't they? People miss it in our experience, and I find it interesting that. I'm kind of one of those people who I don't really find much in the way of humor offensive. I find it fascinating what people get offended by. But I know that the general feeling of feeling offended by some hacky type humor is is high based on me and my mood or my emotionality at that day. It's not really based on the humor. And it's really easy to blame the person who made the horrible joke. Oh, that was just horrible. But maybe it really wasn't horrible. Maybe you just took it wrong that day. So uh, I have a question based upon the, that statement. I'm looking at you on uh, on Skype, and I notice behind you, now you're the, uh, you're the chief minister of Mile High Church, I notice behind you a statue of Jesus, a statue of Buddha, some Tibetan tapestry. Are, are you... Kind of like trying to cover all bases. It looks like baby Yoda. Yoda. It looks important. like I look. I see baby Yoda as well. Baby Yoda <laughs> and Lucy, Lucy Ball behind Lucille me. Lucy Ball, who is Michelle's god, and I do yes. know that. And yes. it looks like it's set up in a nativity scene. 
No, I know it looks like that, but it's not. It's just it's just things I like behind me. Oh, there's also a like a stuffed animal I think back there too. So I, uh, it's I, just things and people that I like. I I uh, uh, I, I had a buddy. Um, uh, that the, he set up a nativity scene, like for, for at his buffet, he set up the whole nativity scene. But in the manger, he had those little laughing cow um, yeah. pa- packets. <laughs> okay, you get it already, yeah. right? You know where that's yeah. going. Because yeah. what is that? He goes, well, that's sweet baby cheeses. <laughs> Michelle or somewhere else that there was a little baby, you know, little nativity scene, and I I made it X-rated. I had yeah. all the animals doing things. That was at your oh, house. Wow. I made all the animals doing things to each other, and he, you know, you gotta laugh about this stuff. Dale looks at me like I'm clearly. I'm going gonna to miss you when you go to hell. I really am. <laughs> well, here's something. Here's something. Here's something. We'll be there with her. Uh, uh, <laughs> in, 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 in in Spain, there's a tradition. There's a, the, their manger scene always includes what is called a cajoner. And if mm-hmm. you you speak Spanish, uh, we'd have to censor that. You'd have to bleep that word uh, uh, from. To, to think Pablo knows what that means. <laughs> no one else in our audience knows what that means. Right, and, tell me, and what it what, what the cajonera is? It's a little stable boy taking a dump. And uh, in that part of Spain, they always put that in the manger scene. And, and it's, it's, it's been a longstanding tradition. The reasoning behind it is, is that the, the, the nativity scene has been so romanticized. And it's so, you know, my mom used to put a layer of cotton on top of the, the stable so that it looked like a, it had Christmas snow on it. It's like, Mom, you, you know this was in the Middle East, right, Mom? <laughs> well, they that have, was before global warming. They have snow. No, no. <laughs> so, but but anyway, it's so romanticized and it's like glittery and Christmassy and it sparkles and it lights up and it plays Silent Night, is that you forget what that place smelled like the day Jesus was born, and the little cajoner is there a little reminder of the the the, the dirtiness of humanity, and uh, uh, and it's actually gotten to be a tradition that you can actually buy cajoners, you can buy celebrities, you can buy the Pope, you can buy the Trump, you can buy Queen. Elizabeth, there's a whole. If you Google it, there's a, there's a whole selection of cajoneras you can buy, and it's it's now like a tradition. They hide the cajoner. That's like the the things the kids do on the fi- morning is they find the little stable boy taking a crap. So. I like that they have that because that's one of the only real things in that whole scenario. Exactly, exactly, the Bible, exactly. There's no animals in the, in the scene at all. So. <laughs> I, think, I think Trump as a cajoner is redundant. Oh. All I know is that we seem to have gone from elf on a shelf to a chap taking a crap. And I don't like the And you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what, Carolyn? If you have a statue of the Pope, a Joe Biden cajoner is far more appropriate. (laughs) So, Michelle, Michelle, from a a spiritual kind of point of view, how do we go from um, indulging in all of that incredible food on Thanksgiving, if we're lucky enough to have food and friends, like I am with you guys, um, and then spend all of our money shopping the next day? How do we spiritually, like, make that make sense? I don't know because I don't do it. It just doesn't ever appeal to me. So for the people, that's the thing that is the number one thing in my life. If something appeals to you and it's it's important to you, then by all means, go do it. I I don't want to judge people who do it, but it doesn't appeal to me at all. Yeah, that's one of the. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that I'm not that cheap. 
that I'm going yeah. <laughs> to go looking for bargains. You know what I do the day after? I eat over the sink all day. <laughs> You do get the amount of cardio you can get in a superstore on Black Friday. You get boxing. You get running. You get fighting. You get yelling. You get, I mean, you get so much cardio doing Black Friday shopping. You that's that, that's funny. In Canada, the day after Christmas is Boxing Day. Uh, here in America, it's the day after Thanksgiving. And you don't just get the boxing and the cardio. You get the shooting. And that's never fun. You know, so. It's like a triathlon. <laughs> so, as far as, uh, how, how do you do, do you view Thanksgiving, Michelle? I mean, it's a national holiday as of, uh, what, 1940-something, I think. And it's a, it's a day of Thanksgiving. Uh, how do you uh, how do you view it within your church? Well, actually, actually, well, uh, can you hold oh, wait, on? That? Can you hold on? That I have to correct yeah. Dale. It, it, since like 1940 something is when it's been in November. It's I believe it was originally celebrated in October, which is why if you look at the pilgrims, you say how could they have eaten outside in November? Well, <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> they had the Canadian Thanksgiving as Columbus Day. They our Columbus Canadian, Day is, yeah. and I think that's what I think that was the date that our Thanksgiving was by proclamation by George Washington, the first president. Roosevelt mm-hmm. said we're going to stimulate the economy by moving it closer to Christmas and then on a Thursday so that there's a day to shop. That's oh, bless him. Really. Yeah. Bless <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the first socialist president invented <laughs> yeah. the most capitalist <laughs> holiday ever. <laughs> okay, so so what was the question? Today? I'm sorry, I had to do that. I, it's how does how does uh, Michelle view uh, Thanksgiving from within her uh, church? Yeah, in our tradition, we believe that gratitude is a very powerful uh, way to live your life all year long, that uh, being grateful, uh, all studies show that it's good for your heart, it's good for your physiology. So we celebrate it from the standpoint of taking a formal day to be able to say thank you. I personally have a lot of mixed reaction to the holiday itself because of of the way that we know... uh, what was really going on with those pilgrims and the the original uh, humans who were here in this country and how how they were treated so i think that the the actual holiday isn't held as a religious holiday it's just held as another opportunity for us to really uh stop and formally give thanks give thanks for we, everything we, we you know? bought Manhattan fair and square. Okay, <laughs> so they can't say anything about stealing that. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, it's it it's. I have a friend who's a, a full-blooded Native American, and and getting to know him has really kind of shifted some of my viewpoints about this this day and why we celebrate it. So I'll take it. I'll take it for gratitude, but the rest of it, eh, not so much. You know. Well, you don't believe in the pilgrims, then? I do believe in the pilgrims. I do believe that they existed, but I don't believe they were all uh, as altruistic and as uh, noble as we have uh, wanted to believe they do, were. Does your does your cent, does your uh, uh, Native American friend have a central heat in a car? 
<laughs> he does. Then he should be celebrating people, our damn yeah, Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, he celebrates Thanksgiving. He does. I go into the casino. <laughs> but a lot of his family does not out on the reservations. So, yeah, well, you know. they have cars mm-hmm. and central heat on the res. So. so do you think this Thanksgiving is different, Michelle? I know it feels different for me. And it feels different for me because... This is going to be an opportunity to get together with people again, as last year was not. So um, do you think, do you see when you've been counseling people over the past couple months that they're different, that they're going to experience this Thanksgiving maybe different than they did, you know, the past couple of years? You know, I would have thought that until a few weeks ago, because here in Colorado, our numbers are on the rise again. And while the rest of the nation, the numbers, the COVID numbers are on the, the, they're falling. So it's giving people a little more freedom to say, hey, let's get together and sneeze all over each other like we used to. Um, uh, This year in Colorado, (laughs) I'm not so sure uh, if people are really watching that it is going to be as different as we might think. Um, So it's a really interesting conundrum. I haven't really talked to many people about it. I haven't counseled many people about it. I haven't even discussed much with people about, hey, what are your plans for the holidays? What are you going to do? And I think it's that we're all kind of holding back, waiting to see what happens here in the next few weeks. I mean, for our community, uh, our leadership, we watch the numbers every single day. What's going up? What's going down? Where are we? What's happening? And here in Denver in particular, it's it's still kind of weird. It's still kind of weird. Well, I'm coming to your house no matter what happens, even if, okay. it's, just you, yeah. even if it's just you, me, and Ken. Yeah, yeah. And the dogs. <laughs> Except that when Carolyn comes to our house, for some reason, the dogs like to eat her food. So, Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I have to you mean the, the stuff she story. makes? No. no. Nobody wants to eat the stuff she makes. Except for the pumpkin cake. <laughs> One year it was Thanksgiving, and and um and Ken put out the plates on the table, and we went upstairs to do something for one second, yes. and we came back, and the dogs had taken the turkey and the stuffing off my plate and disappeared oh. with it. Yeah. So they didn't, they didn't touch wrong. the dressing. No. Right. Oh, the dressing. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. Well, Carolyn, you would be then like in the cooking world, the uh, chef. Woe is me. As opposed to <laughs> that's, my in, that. that's my indigenous people name. Yeah, yeah. Woe is me. <laughs> well, also Thanksgiving's an important day for you, Michelle, because your wedding was on Thanksgiving. That's that was right. that was one that's of the most right. special Thanksgivings I can ever remember. I mean, I, what do you guys think about people who get married on? Like holidays, I mean, it's easier for men to remember their anniversary. Like my my parents got married on Flag Day, so yeah. every June fourteenth was my parents' anniversary, and they, you know, my dad always remembered their anniversary. Didn't now, help. I, <laughs> I thought I was brilliant because we got married on Thanksgiving, and then that date changes every year. So now <laughs> I get to celebrate on the twenty seventh of November, whenever it falls. And on Thanksgiving Day, so it's like a double whammy for me personally. You know, I got married. I got married on Friday the thirteenth. Oh, oh! Are you still married to that person? Forty-seven years. Yes. Oh well, then it was lucky then. Not for her, because we couldn't get a hall for the Saturday. (laughs) The guy said, "Oh, we got a hall for Friday." (laughs) She's amazing. (laughs) Yes, good. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be. Well, ha- 
holiday, I think different holidays when people get married, it's kind of interesting. Like as a minister, it's hard to want to go do weddings for people on a holiday, but I can see why people would want to do it. I think getting yeah. married, you're, you I think getting married on a holiday is kind of selfish because yeah. people, people have usually have flag day, you know, okay, I'll give you that one. But, yeah. you, but, you know, people have plans for, you know, Christmas and, and you, you, you know, Oh, I want to get married on Christmas. Really? You're going to screw up. Not if you're up? Jewish. If you're Jewish, oh, okay. Christmas day no. is the perfect day to get married. Yeah, yeah. but you're only going to be able to, yeah, but you're only going to be able to serve Chinese food. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the problem with that? <laughs> so I was at a wedding three weeks ago. I was at a wedding on Halloween. My friends really? were talking oh, to you guys about yeah. that. My friends. Um my friend's daughter got married on Halloween. It was such a fun wedding. I mean, there were like goblins and ghosts and red and red and, and purple candles all over the altar. It was it was like, you know, huh. Satan was performing the wedding. It was perfect. And you, you, you know <laughs> when your when your anniversary is on Halloween, it's it, it it's really easy to remember your anniversary because when you yeah. start seeing all the uh, Halloween candy and decorations come out, you say, "Oh, I've got 2 months to shop for anniversary." <laughs> stuff will be out real soon don't worry right after thanksgiving <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> one last question let me go around for everybody and uh, this year one thing that you're thankful for one at a time please <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll start i'll start oh my gosh i am thankful for the incredible experiences that have shown up for me over the past three months. I went from being Wonder Woman to working with government, to emceeing for government officials, to working with like the COVID experts of the world, to being in a movie and getting time to hang out with my friends all in the past three months. I mean, that's like, it's kind of magic. So that's what I'm grateful for of the new experiences because last year being stuck in my house for a year, being the kind of extrovert I am, I did not know that I would survive that. So I'm grateful that I survived last year and exciting stuff is happening this year. And I have one the world's thing. greatest podcast. Oh, you said one <laughs> thing? Okay. I, I'm excited. I'm grateful that I don't follow directions. There you go. <laughs> How about you, Michelle? I'm grateful for people in my life who've really had to hold me up more than ever before this last year uh, through some of the trials and tribulations of my living. I've really uh, renewed my faith that uh, people are here for me and love me and support me, and that's always a good thing to feel. Okay, Tim. Hey, I'm thankful to learn that my dry bar comedy special is finally going to air. If you're into dry oh. bar comedy, uh, if you've already subscribed to dry bar comedy, you can now look. It's called Team Mammal. That's uh, that's the title of my special. If you're not subscribed to uh, dry bar comedy, you can download the dry bar app. And uh, uh, you use the passcode Tim Slegel, one word, no caps, and you can actually... Uh, be a dry bar sub, a comedy subscriber for a month, uh, uh, watch my special, and then cancel the subscription. 
Wow, a special end of scam. That's a great. <laughs> there's, a, there's some gratitude from Dale. It's a scam soul. A scam soul. <laughs> well, I'm thankful that you know cranberry sauce is back under the shelf because we couldn't get any last year. So I'm happy about that. And uh, I, I'm very thankful for all of the people who are listening to this podcast right now. If you like what you hear, please tell all of your babies boomer friends please check us out share us on the social media because uh, we know there's a lot of us out there and we'd uh, we'd all like to uh, to get together have some fun and share some information with you so thank you very much and thanks to everybody on our show it has been uh, it's been a wonderful show and i want you to go out and be thankful for today because it is another day above ground And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.